0: In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Brian explores proper hitchhiking technique. I discover a stalker slash listener, and, professor, we send you to the gym to work your sales muscle out. Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the
1: longest-running sales training podcast created exclusively for sales professionals to help you create your own sales success. My name is Brian Neal. I'm Bill Kasky. We are your host for today's episode. Glad you are with us. If you're a new listener, welcome to the family. We're glad you're here. If you're an existing listener, we're glad you stayed. Uh, Check out our products page if you've not done so already. We've got a great program there called All In that every podcast listener should have in their arsenal as they drive around the countryside talking to customers. And we are on the road this year. The Advanced Selling Podcast Roadshow is in full effect uh, we uh, likely will be coming somewhere near you in the near future because we're going all over the place. And uh, if you'd like us to come to your national sales meeting, trade show, association meeting, uh, advertisers meeting, customer appreciation day, anything like that, send us an email, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. We'll talk to you about the details to have of us come in live to your group. And it's just a really great event. Um, I just got uh, back from spring break, Bill. You may have noticed my. I knew you're black, my darling. Tan, you're just very right? dark. My, my kids get really tan, really fast. Yes, yeah,
0: very, very. Your very kids quickly. are naturally very pretty
1: dark. Very, very uh, dark. Yeah. Um, but I saw something on the way home that I haven't seen in probably 35 years. You have to try to so guess what you I driving? saw. So driving driving down you're the road? Driving? Looked over from the other what lane. What state was it? It was in Tennessee. Okay, driving through Tennessee, to Eastern Tennessee. I was taking a little detour off the interstate. And I saw someone doing something I've not seen in over 30 <laughs> years the right way. Any uh, guesses? It's changing a tire? No. No one changing a tire. Oh. I saw a guy hitchhiking with his thumb out. When's the last oh, time no. you saw someone hitchhiking Usually like it's in a the sign. 60s and 70s? Yeah. there was no sign. There's no suitcase. It it's was the a way guy it should be done. walking the right proper way to hitchhike <laughs> up the road. Turned around backwards and the cars came thumb out. When's the last time you saw that? Right. So I picked him up. Right. Did you? I got no the family. I thought that'd be a good idea. Right. I got five kids in the back of the car. I got my niece. Well, and my there's four room. Kids and my there's be room. Yeah. yeah. Come on in. What's your name, Ted? Where are you Welcome. going? This is where Anna. Anna, introduce yourself to Ted. Ted, where are you going? To? Well, Ted just got out of prison. Ted Kaczynski. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to, but I thought that would be a bad idea with the family in tow. Uh-uh.
0: You know, when I was in Tennessee last weekend, I saw a, uh, I saw a uh, truck, a pickup truck, yeah, that had a uh, decal on the back of the pickup truck window that said the Taliban Killing Club. Oh <laughs> my God! Whoopsie Daisy! That is uh, that's that's Whoopsie yep. uh, Gun rack. Didn't even see a gun rack. Didn't need a gun rack. Yep. That was it.
1: Good old Rocky Top. We got a lot of listeners in Tennessee, too. We do. A lot of listeners down there. So well, it uh, takes courage to go off-roading in Tennessee, back roads, right? And (laughs) it also takes courage to build a small business. We know a lot of you salespeople out there kind of running a small business. We got a lot of small business listeners. People that you call on are small businesses. Important to know don't risk what you've worked so hard for. You have to protect that small business, and you do that today with Hiscox. Hiscox offers a new way to buy small business insurance. They tailor their small business insurance coverage to specifically fit your needs, allowing you to buy only what you need, no more, no less. Policies start at just $22.50 a month. Plus, it's super easy. You can order online or over the phone from a licensed advisor in just minutes. Opening any small business comes with a risk. Hiscox can keep you protected. Don't wait to purchase coverage for your small business. Visit Hiscox.com today to learn more about their services and to get a free quote. That's H-I-S-C-O-X.com, Hiscox.com. Very important for you to ensure that small business yes. in case something happens. We've got some experience around that. Believe me, you want to buy small business insurance and tell your clients to do the same.
0: A couple of shout outs before we get going today on the topic the subject from Grace Skelly was grammar police. We've talked a lot about me's oh, and yeah. I's and you's, and uh, she brought it home for us. She said, Uh-oh. you know, just just take out the bill. If you Do you want to yes. go to lunch with Bill and blank? Yes. Just take out the bill, and whatever, that, whatever sounds right. Do you want to go to lunch with I? Of course not. Do you want to go to lunch with me? Of course. So she was uh, very helpful. And also, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was telling the story about not being able to find a Phillips head screwdriver. I remember, you remember that. that. Absolutely. And about... Twenty-four hours after that show aired, <laughs> I went out to my mailbox, and in my mailbox no were three Phillips head no screwdrivers. Yes, you got a stalker. And I'm like, whoa, Uh-oh, who would stalker. know where I live? And they weren't they were dro- they weren't mailed to me. They were they were dropped, dropped in off. there. Yeah. And I thought, what the? And uh, I looked really closely. It was dark, but I looked, and it it, uh, it was Scale Computing. It was uh, Oh uh, yes, chotsky We know, and that. they're a client of ours. And Frank and Blake over at Scale are big podcast listeners, and they heard, felt sorry for me, and brought over three. And now it's I'm beautiful. in. I'm ready, baby. You I'm ready all to full do some, said screwdrivers you some can serious use DIY time, so. projects. No, I love it. Uh, okay, shall we? So today's topic, Brian, came from, and if you haven't listened to last uh, the last episode where we talked about the muscles of life. And this all came from a, a trip that I took my daughter on, who she's graduated from college, took her to Nashville. We met with three or four business leaders, people who had a lot of experience in life and were very successful people. And this idea of, well, what are the muscles that a person at 22 needs to be working on yeah. for them to be successful and fulfilled and satisfied? And as it it came to me as I was listening to these folks talk that a lot of these muscles, it didn't matter whether you're 22 or 62, they're all very relevant. So the last episode we did was on life muscles Yep. because our specialty is sales. We thought we would focus today on what are those sales muscles that we need to continue to work out and exercise so we can be better at what we do. Absolutely. So I think the the way to use this as
1: you're listening to this is we're going to pose this question. And a lot of the topics we've talked about we want to talk about though flexing the muscle. So when you flex muscle, you strain it, right? You yep. put you put pressure Hard on load. it. Load. Yep. Yeah. And and the muscle fibers kind of break down and repair themselves. It makes your muscles bigger. At least it does mine. When you look at my two pack, I've got a two pack. <laughs> two pack which is really just a roll, but I call it a two pack anyway. My trainer keeps assuring me that everyone has a six pack in there in somewhere. There somewhere right? yeah. yeah. Sure yeah. they do.
0: Okay. <laughs> Every trainer ought to, <laughs> ought to also tell us that it has no. It doesn't matter how much you work out, it's what you eat that's it really is. going to allow that six-pack to They say the six-pack is made in the
1: kitchen, not in the gym, right? Uh-huh. Um, okay, so shall I go first?
0: Go. First one? Okay,
1: ne- uh, first one, networking muscle. Hi, uh, every salesperson, we've talked about this, networking, yeah. connecting, yeah. that sort of thing, should constantly flex your networking muscle. Now, no matter how big the muscle is, some of you are really good at this naturally already. Some of you are getting there. Think about what putting stress on your networking muscle means to you. So that means amped up behavior, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're trying to, again, build our biceps up, we do curls, right? And we do, might do curls to failure. So think about what that means for you when you're flexing that muscle. Does that mean that you are you spend an, an extra amount of time in the next month really, really honing on the networking muscle and flexing that? Um, or does it mean that you um, start to put yourself out in places that are maybe uncomfortable because you've not been out there recently? So all those things are growth areas, but I think that's a muscle that you have to flex all the time and continue to grow as a, as a sales pro.
0: I like that. So, can we d- dig a little sure. bit deeper into that? So, networking in the traditional sense of the word is a networking event. You're not talking about networking no. as a formal event, you're talking about the mindset of noticing who you're around, noticing who you're talking to, introducing yourself, line at Starbucks, uh, you know, next to it at a, ba- a basketball game. Give me your definition of the complete wheel of networking. Yeah, so it would be, it would be first of all, it's an action. So this is
1: muscle. I think of like doing a curl. I think of what is the action around working my networking muscle. Okay. And so then it could take take the shape of, it could be going to a networking event and perhaps going up to more people than normal. That could be one of them. That would be uncomfortable for me. That would be a way to flex my networking muscle or to go to one like, ah, they're so easy to blow off. Right. Um, second level would be the uh, using LinkedIn to ask for connections to other people. That Good. would be so I, I've not asked anyone recently for maybe a connection. So I go do some of that work. That would be an example of that. Um, it could be being just out and about and seeing someone that maybe doesn't know me in a restaurant, let's say, and I see them like oh, I know who that is over there. It's Bill Caskey. I don't want to bug him. Mm-hmm. Instead, I flex no. the muscle. I go talk to you. I say, Bill, you don't know me. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm a big fan of your podcast. This is great. Will you sign my book? Mm-hmm. That's what I would say mm-hmm. to you. So, mm-hmm. see something. Good. Like okay.
0: That. Yeah. So, it's lots of different things. And you also yeah. brought up a point there where if it feels uncomfortable, it's probably exactly what you should be doing. Amen. Because yes. that's where the muscle yes. grows. We tear down that, that we, we become courageous when we tear down that resistance. Yes. Yeah. When, when your
1: trainer says, okay, we're going to go up on the pull up bar.
0: So when my trainer says that to me, I
1: know what that means. That means I'm going to hang there until he realizes I can't do a pull-up, and then he's going to help me like, lift yeah. me up there. It's great. But I know it's I know it's good for me, right? So I still do it. So yes, definitely. Yeah.
0: Good. That's one good. Well, one that I had, which I talked about a little bit last week, and it kind of fits along with networking, is this idea of building a platform. Yeah. So for example, in your, your example of the networking, so I'm uh, at an event, or I run across somebody and at lunch, and I go up and introduce myself. What do you do with that name? Where does that name go? Yes. Is it just somebody that you're going to send something to and never talk to them again? Does it, does it go on an email newsletter list? Is it Where does that information and that data yeah. hang out? And I think part of this building a platform, when you think about all the people, Brian, that you've met in the past 10 years, 15, 20 years, think about there's thousands of people yes. that you've run across, that you've spoken in front of, that you've trained, that you've coached, that maybe even that you didn't end up doing business with yes. and the same with me there's thousands have we saved those names yes. and and most of us don't especially in sales I don't think we think about it that way and yet your list is your platform yep your uh, tribe on LinkedIn is a platform so the idea with sales I think is we've got to start thinking of ourselves as platform builders and platform managers and we might have several different platforms but that's the way that you're going to then be able to communicate with that the tribe, those people. Yes. But if you don't think of it that way, you think, oh, well, that's Brian. You know what? He's just got a little startup company. He's not going to need what I have. Well, no. he might not now, but he might later. But you're if right. you haven't talked to him, he won't. That's great. Yeah, and that's what I took from there. there are two, so the platform
1: building is one thing. It's the nurturing, right? The yeah. working of the platform that's the... It's a really smart thing to do if you're a sales pro. Listen to that. Uh, Okay, here's one that people might go, when I wait a second, I didn't think you advanced selling podcast guys did that. I wrote down the closing muscle. The closing Mm -hmm. muscle, right? Now, if you listen to the show long enough, and if you are new to the show, welcome, and you will hear this over the time. Bill and I really don't talk about the traditional close, right? The traditional of, uh, well, Bill, would you like that on Tuesday or Thursday? Mm -hmm. Or where would you, you know, the alternative events close or the pending event close. I can't hold these prices forever, all that Jazz, I clean that one up. See what you I said did? That I it. see what you Jazz did there. A pause there. Keeping so family, it clean, trying to keep family our uh, family. Yeah, keep the explicit rating off. We got uh, the email. Uh, so. Closing muscle though, though for me means decisive decision making at the yeah. end of a process, and this is a muscle that I think every one of us can continue to flex and get I better agree. at. And that is the thing that says at the end we want to ask for a decision. We want to drive things to a close. Yes or no. We just want them to get out of purgatory, out of no person's land, and get into an actionable. Next step, whatever that means. And so that's a muscle. You kind of self-grade there and go, man, that's something I could really do better at. And then whatever better at becomes whatever it is that you work on. So better at might mean that I ask you for a date for a closing time. It might mean that I set a a go-no-go date on our calendars that says, hey, we're going to go through this process. And it's either going to be yes or no on June 8th. Whatever that is, that definitive closing, that's what the closing muscle is.
0: So let me talk about something definitive, Brian. Oh, I and like that definitive. is that there are not enough hours in the day, even when you're working past the 9 to 5, or in your case, the 7 to 7. If you're still making time-consuming trips to the post office, you need a better way. Use stamps.com. When stamps With stamps.com, you get the postage you need the instant you need it. Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package right from your computer and printer. It's quick and easy. You'll save money with Stamps.com, too. It's just a fraction of the cost of one of those expensive postage meters, plus you'll get special postage discounts you can't even find at the post office. We use and recommend Stamps.com here at the Advanced Selling Podcast, and right now, if you will sign up for Stamps.com and use our promo code, Selling, for this special offer, you will get a four-week trial and... postage and also a digital scale as well. Get started with Stamps.com today. Within minutes, you'll be printing postage right from your desk. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else and click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Advanced Selling. That's Stamps.com, enter Advanced Selling. Love it. Here's a muscle that I think we don't use nearly enough. and We've talked about this on the show, but never in the form of something that you can get better at, and that is this idea of the curiosity muscle. Ooh, yeah. And the curiosity mm. muscle is one of those that somehow we lose that as we go through life. And you know, we're very curious when we're young. You know, Daddy, Daddy, how does this work? And why is this the way it is? And why do you want me to do it this way? But we stop asking those questions. Yeah. And I think the way this can hit home for a sales professional is if you're in a, in a te- on a team, and there are, let's say, 15 people on the team. And you're in the top, let's say, 15%, 20% because you are, because you're listening to the Advanced Selling Podcast. Yes, but let's say there's three or four people mm. who are earning more than you and yeah. doing better than you. Yeah. Are you curious about them? Mm. Are you wondering, well, wait a minute, I'm doing pretty well, and I'm not, I'm not failing at all, but what are they doing that I don't know about? What are wow, they doing that I'm not doing? So one is a curiosity of your peers and or sometimes if somebody in the industry is doing better than you and you don't compete with them, maybe you can call them and say, look, I you're the you're the kingpin of the industry, the top yeah. 1%. What are you doing? How yeah. are you doing it? And we don't do that. Nope. We, we don't. don't. We don't do it very often, at least. And no. so that's one. And then also with your customers, are you curious yeah. about them and how they've gotten to the place they are, how they handle problems, how they look at their business, their perspectives, what their vision is? And we're just not a very curious lot. No, I love this. I love this. I
1: I love this so much. I think I'm going to teach this in the next couple of weeks. Okay. I haven't really thought about how to flex it. I always talk about it. I don't know how to teach it. I love this idea of what is flexing the curiosity? What does it mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like you just said some things I never even thought about, like examining people around you. Well, let's come up with their names. Who are they? Who would you want to talk to? Mm -hmm. And then what would you say to them? What would you ask them? I love Mm -hmm. that. It's really good. And your customers, what do you want to know about them? And that's, the, that's flexing the muscle. That's a great training exercise.
0: Good. People, my... uh, and people love to be asked they do. about things. They people, do. people will be that. so uh, forthcoming, yeah. especially if it's a peer, somebody who's doing better. They want to help. They want yeah. to contribute. Uh, I've got one more here. Okay. Sales muscle to flex, and that is your
1: opening muscle, your opening muscle. Hmm. And that is the muscle that has to do with how you open conversations and meetings and that's how good. you start things. And this is one I think a lot of salespeople, especially as they get seasoned and as they get successful, they get lazy with, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, kind of like when we we uh, some people have a hamstring problem in their leg, and what you'll talk to a trainer about is a hamstring is really a sign of a weak quad, which is the front, because those are usually big muscles. Yeah, like, well, I don't need to work those yep. out, right? But that it starts to overcompensate, That's true. and so we tend to overcompensate by. Uh, Uh, moving the sales process too quickly because we don't spend time up front, building context, steadying It's almost like it's beneath us a little bit. A little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll just dive right in here. And I think that's a muscle, especially for you veterans who are really good, that you could step back and go, man, maybe I need to do a little work in this area, this starting muscle, how I start conversations, because it really should continue to evolve over time. You never really have this one figured out, and I think a lot of people
0: mistakenly do. right. You know, that's good. I like that one. And one of the first things that uh, I was talking to my daughter about when we were having these meetings with people is the idea of being gracious up front. Mm. And so instead of doing the upfront agreement, which she wasn't going to do that we've talked about, I said, you know, you should... Before you start, you should say, Look, I, I, I just want to tell you before we begin that I really do appreciate you carving out time to visit with me today. Yeah. And, and I, just, uh, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate that. You're not groveling. No. Nope. You're not putting yourself 17 down. You're just saying, <laughs> I appreciate and am gracious and grateful that you have carved out some time today. And that does so much. You, really you does. To watch people just kind of sit back and, and they feel good now about they that do. instead of just getting into, well, tell me, well, you know, what, what makes you a success?
1: Good stuff. Yeah, muscle building, good. right? Muscle build. I feel uh, stronger, life building, don't you though? I'm sitting up this. straight, I'm sucking my uh, two-pack in right <laughs> it's now. It's almost right? a three. Oh uh, man, feeling good. Uh, anyway, that does it for today's episode. You've got things to go to the sales gym and work out your sales muscle. Mm, if you've not I already like downloaded, oh, download a free copy of our Ultimate Pregame audio program. Go to ultimatepregame.com to find that. And if you haven't thought about it, think about it now. Bring us into your company. We work with sales teams, associations. We do speeches, half days, full days, things like that. We'd love to come meet you face-to-face, bring the podcast ideas, put it in a nice, neat little bow that's super usable. Just send us an email, listener at com, and say, come see us or Mm -hmm. come see me, and we'll get that conversation started. Uh, If you've not already downloaded the app, go to the iTunes or uh, Android App Store. Get the app there. It's a great way to digest and listen to all the podcasts right there on the app so you don't have to go and download them every single time. That's it. We'll see you next time in the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast.